G'day. God bless all you mob out there. Hi, greetings. We love you. Thanks for listening. Right, today we want to talk about one thing that pleases God, which is our faith in action. Hebrews 11, 6a tells us that faith pleases God. Yep, it actually says, without faith, it is impossible it is to impossible. please God. Amen. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, meaning God, yes. and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Amen. And the whole chapter of Hebrews 11 actually talks about how much God loves faith operating in his servants. God's word tells us that Satan, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, yep. continually seeking whom he may devour. So our faith and action is necessary for resisting his evil schemes and deceptions. <laughs> Michelle, fair dinkum. That's right. Satan even tried to manipulate Jesus. Ha, what a fool. Into worshipping him. If Satan is so bold as to attempt to deceive Jesus Christ, like when Jesus was here in the earth as God in the flesh. And Jesus performed miracle after miracle and lived perfectly without sin. Amen. How much more will Satan try to manipulate and deceive us, God's children, who used to be in Satan's kingdom before we were born again into God's family. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That's right. We did used to be in Satan's camp. Ephesians uh, 2 verses 1 and 5, we're told, Once we were dead because of our disobedience and our many sins, we used to live in sin just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world, he is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's wrath, just like everyone else. But praise God, God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us new life when he raised Christ Jesus from the dead. It is only by God's grace that we have been saved. Oh, amen. Satan knows us very well because he has been watching humanity for over 6,000 years, eh? And, inter and in interacted with humanity all right. of that time. He was, he was roaming around us all, fair yep. income, leading people astray. He has had a lot of practice deceiving people in all nations, eh? That's right. So before we talk about the good stuff, which is our plan for today, which is faith in God, let's take a look at Satan for a minute. When Satan was in heaven, his name was Lucifer, also called Daystar, son of the morning in yes. Isaiah 14, 12. Yes. And he was an, uh, the anointed guardian cherub yep. before he fell from his high position, according to Ezekiel 28, 14. And he was beautiful. In Ezekiel 28, 13 to 14, God's word says about Lucifer, you were in Eden, the garden of God. 
Your clothing was adorned with every precious stone, the sardis, topaz, diamond, beryl, onyx, jasper, sapphire, turquoise, and emerald with gold. The workmanship of your timbrels and pipes was prepared for you on the day you were created. And it goes on in uh, verse 14. I ordained and anointed you as the mighty angelic guardian. You had access to the holy mountain of God and walked among the stones of fire. Lucifer knew Jesus when Jesus was creator God, because Amen. Jesus was with God at the beginning of creation, Amen. even before Lucifer was cast down to earth. And again, in verse 13, it tells us, it says Lucifer was in Eden, the uh -huh. garden of God. Yes, that is right. John chapter 1 tells us, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and, and the Word was God. Which is Jesus. Amen. He was right there. He was with God in the beginning, eh? Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made. That that was been that has been made. Mm -hmm. In him was life, eh? And that life was the light of all mankind. Hallelujah. That's right. That's in Thank the very you, first Lord. part of the chapter. Amen. And in John uh, chapter one, verse ten through fourteen, it continues telling us this about Jesus. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came into his own, his own his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them he gave power nice. to become the sons of God. Thank you, Lord. Even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And this is the important part. Yes. And the word was made flesh. Amen. And Thank dwelt you, among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, Full of grace and truth. Oh, oh, hallelujah. This is where we also learn that Jesus Christ is the living word. This is why having faith in God's word is so powerful. Eh? It is the same as having faith in Jesus. In Jesus. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord. And our Father God. Mm -hmm. God's word is living. And active and alive. Amen. God's word, just like God, has the power to create, give life, recreate, raise from the dead, and many other things. Many other things. Oh, praise God. God has shown to us in the scriptures, eh? That's right. In Genesis chapter 1, scripture tells us, that God created the heavens and the earth by his word. Amen. God said in verse 3, let there be light. And there was light. In verse 6, God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. And let it divide the waters from the waters. Amen. God continued to speak. And things continued to appear. Eh? This three-dimensional reality obeyed God's spoken word and God's spoken word. Wow. And things, animals, plants, and people were created by his words. 
And God saw that it was good. Amen. We were oh, created Lord. by God's spoken word. word. Oh, hallelujah. We are, in fact, God's children since the very beginning, when God walked with Adam and Eve in the cool of the day in the Garden of Eden in Genesis 3.8. And as God's children, we have been given instructions to be like him in all his ways. Wise. And this is getting to the topic of today's discussion. Well, as much as we can be in this earthly realm, we have to be like God. And the very first thing God had Adam his first son, his first created human to do is to speak words out loud, just like oh, God, God did. did. Amen. And name all of God's created things. And Adam's word designated that created thing from that day forward. Michelle, that's right. Fair income. It says in Genesis 2.23, and so it was... Since Adam named each thing created as well as his wife that he called woman. Amen. This set precedent for us to the day we now live in. How we live That's in. That's right. Oh, hallelujah. And how as, as children of God. It's, should speak. It's how we should So, in speak other words, when we day. pray, we've Amen. got to speak out loud. That's not, right. Not, not say it in our heads, but speak it out loud. Exactly. And instead of like what Adam did, naming newly created animals and bugs and trees, God will allow with us a situation, a challenge, or a tragedy even tragedy. to be given to us. And I'll tell you why we have another example of that. Our response to that situation, challenge, or tragedy should be to name the thing. Exactly like Adam named all of those things. Yes. Hmm. Very true. God our Father has given us first of all a relationship with him. That was restored by Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. And we can know him and commune with him, with God, through his living word. Amen. Just like Adam and Eve commune, commune with, with God, God. in the Garden of Eden. Oh, hallelujah. Which gives us intimate knowledge, oh, hallelujah, of what kind of name he wants us to name a thing. That's right. Secondly, God through his Holy Spirit and his word has given us his wisdom and knowledge and understanding. So we can keep our eyes fixed on Jesus and see the truth. Just like Adam. Adam had knowledge and understanding because he was with God and knew God and walked with God. Amen. So yes. that it gave him the wisdom to name the things that God brought to him. And in the same way, so can we name these things, these challenges and situations that are thrown at us, brought to us by God, allowed by God. We can name them what they truly are from God's perspective as we walk through all kinds of things in our life. Ah. Yeah, thirdly, we who are born again are seated in heaven, heavenly places, in Christ Jesus, according 
to Ephesians 2.6. So we are able to be seated far above every challenge, situation or tragedy and call those things. What Amen. they truly are. Amen. Because we are overcomers in Christ Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Already, even as we are still going through the situation, challenge or tragedy. Eh? And here we come to the our example. Job was our first example of God wanting us to name a situation accurately according to the truth of god's perspective and god's word and not just go along with naming a thing a situation a tragedy what the world was naming it and god made it clear that satan who is the father of lies is the one that's naming situations challenges or tragedies according to the world's perspective And not according to God's perspective. And that's where our faith comes in. Amen. Satan is the one who is trying, trying to make humanity doubt God's word and goodness. <laughs> Fair dinkum. Amen. God is the one who will stand firm eh, on the truth of his word and never waver. Never. never. Because his word is the truth. truth. Amen. He should stand. We should stand on God's word as well. Always. That's right. So let's get back to this very important story. Job. And the truth that God said about Job. In Job 1 verse 8. The Lord said. And so this is the word of the Lord. The Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil? This is spoken by God Almighty himself. So we know this thing that was just said is the truth. Satan being the deceived entity that he is because of his pride and fall from heaven, of course wants to challenge God's word, which God happens to allow in this circumstance. Ah, stone the crows. What you see here is Satan about to attack what he thinks is the weakest link in God's creation. (laughs) The weakest link being Job. And and God's very matter matter of fact, words spoken about Job and teaching. If Satan... Technically, well, if Satan can prove that God's word is a big fat lie, well, it is. It would it, make God out to be a liar. It would, and God would have to judge Himself. Now, how could God do that? That He must must be able. Well, to. because if if Satan can prove that God's a liar, God doesn't even allow liars in heaven, so He would have to destroy Himself. Wow! But that's but, a but whole that's, that's another, another topic. To- that's yeah, another. We're one. not going to go down that rabbit trail. Let's get back to how we, God's children, are to name situations exactly what God's word, his wisdom, plus our revelation knowledge from God's Holy Spirit and our understanding from God's word tells us what to name situations, challenges, or tragedies because God is not a liar. Amen. 
Job clearly, Job clearly had some wisdom and revelation, revelation knowledge of God because we see in Job that one, one five, five that Job knew that God destined detested sin and rebellion. I was close. <laughs> sin and rebellion. But also we can see that Job knew God was merciful. So he never failed to offer sacrifices for his children after they they partied basically. Well, they partied hard. <laughs> they, and they were feasting. And so Job said, well, if there was a chance they happened to sin. He knew that his faithful giving of offerings would would sanctify them. Yeah. So when situations, challenges, and tragedy did begin to happen in Job's life, we can see Job's great example of naming the thing the challenge, the tragedy, from God's perspective by faith. He said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, Amen. and yes. naked shall I return there. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And if y'all don't know this story, you should go read it. His yes. children and, and lots of things were taken from him by the devil that God allowed to happen. Amen. But it was for a purpose. God was proving that his word was true was about true. Job. In all this that happened to him, Job did not sin, nor did he charge God with doing wrong. But it was also about Job, that he was a righteous man. By the power of yes. God's word, he was. Yes. But his wife was another story, fair income. <laughs> she tried to name the thing something ungodly and even brought lying accusations against Job when she implied that he was being cursed because he was an unrighteous sinner. When she said in Job 2.9, do you still hold fast to your integrity? Curse God and die. But Job, he resisted that. He named the thing correctly once again when he said in verse 10, You speak as one of the foolish women speaks. Shall we indeed accept good from God and shall we not accept adversity? And in all this, again, Job did not sin with his lips. He did not accuse God or accept false accusations of guilt and condemnation upon himself. Fair dinkum, which the lying devil was trying to put on him, eh? No way. And make him accept so that Job might sin and name the situation some some something evil or even uh get on the lying bandwagon of satan and agree with the devil about what the devil was saying about him when but god had already but, spoke the truth but job stood for god <laughs> That's right and this is exactly the same as what the devil tries to do to every person whom god receives into his family even to this day Jesus forgives all who call on his name, 
who repent of their past wickedness, who ask forgiveness because they trust and believe in God's only Son who came to earth as God in the flesh, who was crucified for the sin of the world, who was raised from the dead on the third day to rule and reign at God's right hand. Yes, those who believe and receive Jesus' blood as payment for their sin is washed clean, eh? And God even react, react, recreates, recreates us. us and makes us new cre- creations. 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 Love this Amen. Word. In Jesus Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Thank but you. Satan will continue to come at us with lies, telling us how worthless we are and that we are not really forgiven or we will never be good enough. Just like Satan tried to make God out to be a liar about Job. Satan tries to make God's word out that he says about us to be a lie also. Exactly. We must not get on Satan's lying bandwagon, eh? Never. We must always agree with God and name our situations and ourselves. What God's words word names us what god says about us we have to agree with it because that is god's perspective and and being in in line with god's perspective about us is faith in action that's what pleases god god is seeing us in and through his son jesus christ we are forgiven we are made new by the holy blood of jesus christ We are new creatures created in Christ Jesus. We are overcomers and we are grafted into God's family. Amen. We are the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. We are justified freely by God's grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. And we are many more things that that. God's word says we are. So many more things. Oh, hallelujah. When we are born again in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord. Job did begin to grieve greatly in Job chapter 3 and declare his desire to have never been born because his sadness was so heart-wrenching. But Job never sinned and God's word would not fail neither would it falter and everything that god said about job stood as true as the moment god spoke it amen elihu the son of i'm not saying you're sure if i'm saying this right the son of barishel the buzite <laughs> i have trouble with big words <laughs> he shows up in job chapter 32 And he was even incited to anger by Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar, the three friends who came to visit Job, and who condemned Job. And he, Elihu, rose up to speak the truth in chapter 32 of Job. When he pulled up Job for falling into a pity party, like we must also pull up our Christian brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus if some tragedy happens, and they fall into a grief pity party for too long. Struth. A temporary pity party is not sin. But it is also not a place to stay in. We must encourage ourselves, eh? And encourage others. 
with the truth of God's word and the truth about our situation from God's perspective that we know from his word and his Holy Spirit that gives us his wisdom. Thank you, Lord. And that is what Elihu does with Job. He also rebukes Eliphaz and his two friends for condemning Job and technically for naming the tragedy something that it was not because Eliphaz did not have a relationship with God. Neither did he have revelation, knowledge, wisdom, or discernment from God's perspective. So he fell into Satan's trap of believing evil lies. Ah, that's true. And not only did he believe the lies, he was deceived and perpetrated deception. What's that, that word? Deception on deception others. Deception on others, just like Satan does. This is why it is so important for us to know God's word. And have an intimate relationship with God yes. through Jesus Christ. Amen. Be filled with God's Holy Spirit so we are overflowing with God's wisdom and discernment so we can get revelation of God's perspective so we can speak the truth and name things that they, they truly, truly are. are. Like Amen. Adam did when he named all the animals and all God's creations. All God's creations. Amen. When we are lying, not that I am, but listen, when people are lying and deceiving others by what they are saying, they are in a bad place. Like Amen. Eliphaz, the Temanite, and his two friends were. In Job 42, 7, after the Lord spoke to Job, he said to Eliphaz, My wrath is aroused against you and your two friends, for you have not spoken of me what is right, as my servant Job has. Now therefore take for yourselves seven bulls and seven rams, go to my servant Job and offer up for yourselves a burnt offering, and my servant Job shall pray for you, for I will accept him lest I deal with you according to your folly. Amen. Because you have not spoken of me what is right, as my servant Job has. Ah, see, God is not a liar. God's work is not a lie. And God did not lie when he said to Satan in Job 1.8, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him, on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil. Praise God. Thank you, we Lord. We also must always say what God is saying about us. Always. About other people, about situations, challenges, and tragedies. Is darling, the truth is the truth. From his word. Amen. And we don't say what the world says. We don't say what fear says. Like Job's wife, fear was telling her to say something evil and wicked against the truth of God's word. Yes. Amen. Oh, fair dinkum. I'm just sitting here thinking about that. No, no matter how hard it is to not look at the circumstances and tragedies and say things against God or against his promises, 
that would accuse God's word of being a lie. And technically, you would be blaming God. That wow, that's, that's something that. I could never do. Don't do that. Instead, we as children of God must speak the truth from God's perspective, which is God's word. This is why we as children of God are called believers. Amen. We choose to believe God's word the and truth. stand on his word in faith, which pleases God, instead of believe the lies and deception of what things appear to be in this world. Especially since God's word tells us that Satan can even appear to us as an angel of light, eh? And be completely deceptive. Amen. Be not deceived, friends. Faith pleases God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. God's word, what he says about us and our circumstances in his word, are our powerful weapons of our faith that defeats Satan's deceptions. Amen. Praise God. One last scripture verse, 2 Corinthians 10, 3 to 4. Is come what's that Confirmation. word? Thank you very much. Of all these things we have said, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but might be mighty in God mighty in God for Thank pulling you. down strongholds. strongholds casting down arguments and even high things that exalt itself against the knowledge of our Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. That's right. It's God's word, our faith in God's word, our speaking God's word out loud. Thank you, Father God, for your word. Your Holy Spirit guides us and teaches us your way so that your name is glorified. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God, for you have given us your promises, Lord, because you are you are good. Your word keeps our souls and delivers us, Lord. And we pray for our listener today that your word will keep their soul and deliver them, Lord. Amen. Your word is powerful to preserve us and our listener with integrity and uprightness as we obey you, as we abide in Christ, and as we continue to speak your word over our lives and our circumstances, circumstances. in Jesus' name. Oh, my God bless you. Continue to stand firm in faith, eh? In the truth of God's powerful word, continue to resist Satan's deceptions in Jesus' name. And Hallelujah. continue to speak God's word out loud. Yes. If you need prayer or encouragement in speaking God's word, just message us at truebluefinlays at gmail.com. I actually have a new book out, and I'm sending the PDF for free. It's called God Answers Our Prayers. And Demons Flee in the Name of Jesus, book one is called Our Declaration of Faith. Uh, you can request the PDF through our truebluefinlays at gmail.com uh, email address. Or check out our website at TrueBlue5 at GoDaddySites.com. God loves you so much. 
And so do we, eh? God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Yes. Bye-bye.